You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy and finally start making progress towards your goals, your dreams, and your desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig. Today, let's work on Project You. Hey, you guys. Welcome to Project You with Cami Craig. I'm here today to talk to you about a topic that we haven't gone over yet. And I know a few weeks ago, we did a three-part series of how to lose body fat. And now this is the other side of the spectrum that I feel that we should be focusing on just as much as we are wanting to lose the fat, but it's to gain the lean mass, to pack on the muscle uh, here today. And I love this topic so much because, again, it's uh, within my profession. It's within my passion. And I also strive for the same thing as I get older. I know the benefits of keeping muscle on and also building that muscle. And it's honestly, you guys, one of the hardest things to do. Uh, When I get the DEXA scan from my clients, I'm looking at a few things on there to understand the, that person's body composition. Uh, but I do look at the lean mass, you know, and the more lean mass that you have on your body, the more that you are burning throughout your day. So I often share that when you have muscle on your body, it should feel like there's a baby furnace going on. So you have that little bit of a heated sensation on you. You feel hungry, all day long and you are using the restroom number one and two throughout the day um, getting rid of the waste but on the other side of things it's like gosh how do i even know how much lean mass i'm even starting with and i do encourage you out of the gate to go get a body composition test a body fat analysis test Uh, if you guys are local i do know that reno diagnostics is a place for you to go if you let them know that you listen to this podcast today uh and, and that was with Cami Craig. They will they will give your service uh, to you for $25 rather than $75. And why I ask every single one of my clients and also my consults for meal planning to get this is because you are not just gauging everything based off of the scale. The scale does not show you a dedicated definition about you. It's actually very confusing. So when you know that you're looking at your lean mass versus your fat mass, and you're also looking at your AG ratio, which is your android to gynoid ratio, which is your hip to waist, you can see that you are a healthier human versus a non-healthier human based upon how much fat that you have on your body. Now, when you get leaner and even a percentage, a percentage here and a percentage here, that is becoming a healthier human by 1%. If you are becoming better, um, congratulations. It doesn't always have to be the 10%, the 20%, the 30% loss out of the gate. I do recommend that this is um, forming a habit, you know, and forming these new ways of eating and training over time to then maybe down the road a year from now or two years from now have more of the muscle maturity that that you've uh, earned, right? And so... When I ask for the DEXA scan, um, let's just say it's 112 pounds of muscle. So through the research of ACSM, which is American College of Sports Medicine, 
we in that organization know that per every pound of muscle that you have on your body, you're burning anywhere from seven to 10 more calories in your day, okay, just by having the muscle on your body. So if I know that you have 112 pounds of muscle on your body, I'm timesing that, especially my women, by seven, and then I come up with a number uh, which is 784. 784 is the number of calories that you are burning extra in your day by just having the muscle on your body. So out of the gate, we understand that, oh my gosh, I'm burning that many more calories on top of my BMR, which is my basal metabolic rate, and also on top of my energy expenditure. Like, that's crazy. But you've also earned it. And the only reason why you have that muscle on your body is because you feed it. If you're not giving your furnace the fire to burn, you are, you're unable to sustain this fire. You're unable to sustain this muscle on your body. So when I share that with my women, mostly, the men 100% understand it, they're, they're really taken back by by that number and by how many more calories that they're burning. And then I'm able to tell them that's why I eat all day long. This is this is what I love to do. I love to immerse myself into nutrition, into new uh, strategies for training tactics. And then, of course, the mental health plays a huge role um, on that as well. But uh, I love that because I, I, I know how much muscle I have on my body. And I know how much I should be eating based upon that in, in, in my head. If I'm missing a meal at any point, I honestly get mad at myself. I'm like, okay, chick, you're training so hard for your triathlon training. The last thing that you got to be doing is not eating. Because if you're not eating, then you can't grow your muscle. That's just the foundational facts about building muscle. If you're not giving yourself calories, there's no room to grow. Okay? So... So really, yes, you can go to the gym. Yes, you can lift the weights. And yeah, you might see some gains um, because you're doing those things, right? But really, at the end of the day, these are defined tactics that we're looking at in, in terms of what you're eating, how much you're eating, your macros, your micros, your essential vitamins, your essential mineral minerals, and um, also you're colliding that with how you're training, Right, and then when you put those two together, you're then going to get the results that you want. the 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 tactics of that combination will present itself. And I do my job every single day with intent. So, as a coach, as a trainer, as a teacher, a motivator, an inspirator, however you want to say it, in my line of work, I I challenge myself. To look at that other human, not as just a number walking through the door, but another human that has goals on the other side. And if they have goals, which is every single person that walks through the gym, at, at least at CCF, they have the idea of like, oh my gosh, I've just been sedentary for the past seven years. I want to get my body going. I feel kind of dumpy. I feel kind of frumpy. I feel kind of lethargic, whatever. Um, someone might be coming from an injury. Someone might just be done with their body fat being or you know increasing over time someone might come in and be like I have the hardest time keeping weight on I need help gaining weight you know whatever it may be the workouts and the nutrition 
are are within a plan, right? And at that time as a coach, I think of that person as a challenge to gain the best strategy for their fitness journey. Every single client. And the strategy in my mind doesn't have to be rigid. It doesn't have to leave that person to have no fun in their life and no indulgence meals and say no to everything and you must stay at home. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm the opposite. And especially these days as, as I become a better coach uh, because I've been in practice a very long time over the course of 16 years and I've put myself through many experiments uh, over the lifetime of me and I, I'm continuing my education. And any great coach is going to do that for you, right? And they're also going to know that you are an individual and you are so different than them. I That's one big hiccup that I had in my life too. Is I was like, why is everyone thinking like me? I'm telling them the the information and they just don't get it. And, and these are my thoughts inside. And um, and really, I'm, I'm actually handling people uh, at a very delicate way and almost like infancy so there's a lot of people that have never lifted before you know and they're just getting in the gym so it's very it's very honorable to every single person to to treat them as the individual that they are and where they're at in their chapter of fitness so um i i do give room to enjoying good meals and i do give room to resting a lot and i do give room to spending um the the dedicated amount of time in the gym, but not spending hours upon hours in the gym. And I also do recommend that we're training smart and safely for our physique and for and from our injuries and for our illnesses and diseases. Like these all make up of of a great strategy for you. And so these tips can really help you know, you as a beginner or someone that's just hit a training plateau or someone that's just like, you know what? I'm so sick of where I'm at right now. I got to change some things, right? So out of the gate here, we're just going to go over simple strategies on how to build muscle. Now, remember that this is a foundational episode of gaining muscle. We're going to go over tips and strategies and ways. Um, and, and, and as you take notes in your project, you journal, you might come across uh, our list of 10, let's say, or 20, and you might be engaging with 14 of them, right? And then the other six, you circle and you're like, oh my gosh, I have never done this. I've heard about it, but I've really never engaged. And and that's something that can take you out of a plateau as well. And, and really, again, it's educating ourselves along the way, just like I have for the past 16 years uh, while being a fitness instructor and also gym owner. To maximize your your muscle on your body, we need to know out of the gate that the more protein our body stores in a process called protein synthesis, okay, please write that down. And if you need to dig deeper, please dig deeper. And the, that's the, 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 the protein synthesis is is the larger your muscles grow, okay? So your body is constantly draining its protein reserves for other uses, and the, the result is less protein available for, for the muscle. To counteract that, you need to build and store new proteins faster than your body breaks down old proteins. Okay, so I, I share that with everyone. Because if we can understand the process of protein synthesis, which is the larger your muscles grow, 
we know that we are, are draining our protein reserves, right? So we need to actually counteract that and come back and build and store new proteins for faster, oh, in a faster way so our body breaks down the old ones, correct? So that, that makes a lot of sense with us um, in, the, in the fitness industry, but it doesn't make a lot of sense to, to women and people that don't know, right? And in the same sentence of that, a lot of my clients are women, you know, and so talking to a male about gaining muscle, they're like, ready, go, you know, they get it. But for my girls, they're really kind of shy of this process. And especially my women from like, you know, 40 and up because we lived in that phase of, oh my gosh, if you pack on too much muscle, you're going to look huge. Right. And it's really not that way at all. I've, I've become the smaller human, but with more muscle on my body. Um, I'll walk around with 120 pounds of muscle at 10% body fat. Now I really, really have to work to get there, but still, um, I'm eating six times a day and I'm up in the 3,200 calorie, uh, surplus to, to keep that muscle on my body. The second that I stop eating, I, I, that's when I was telling you earlier, I get really upset that I'm not indulging in my meal because I know that that's the fuel to my fire. That's the fuel to my muscle to survive on my body. And so when you miss a meal, you're actually tapping into your muscle for energy. And that's the last thing that you want to do. So when I'm challenging uh, my women to really expand their box, I'm, I'm challenging them to understand what their muscles contain of, which is mitochondria, which boosts the metabolism. Building muscles helps tone your body and prevents muscle loss after a certain age. So this, the, the women that are, you know, younger in their teens and their 20s, they're not really thinking about this. But for us that are, you know, going into our 30s, 40s, 50s, we know that if we can put muscle on our body, we are, we are helping the, the aging process so much, right? And if you're concerned about gaining muscle and that that'll, that'll make you look too muscular, I'm asking you to please not put that worry on yourself. Uh, we're going to go over ways and strategies to, yes, build muscle without looking too muscular. So that, that is a thing. And with most people, they know that strength training is, is a huge step, okay? So if you're journaling right now in your project, you journal. I'm so proud of you. Um, I love journaling so much because the more that I put things down and I write them, um, the more that they're branded and I can, I can really enforce this in my life because it's not just a thought. It's something that I've dedicated uh, to write down and to solidify, so enjoy this. And, and, and strength training is the first step to take if you want to build muscle and strength. So strength training routine includes lifting weights. So for some people, it's the dumbbells. For some people, it's the barbells, kettlebells, uh, the plates. Uh, whatever it is that you are lifting, it'll help improve your strength, which will also in return build muscle. And there's, there's a lot of exercises out there, but what you want to do is cause them to wear and tear the muscles. When you rest, right, or sleep, the muscles rebuild themselves. So that's another thing that we'll get into deeper. But 
at the end of the day, we need to know that exercising and sleeping go hand in hand and they will allow your body to build this muscle and you will become a stronger human along the way. And I also, um, from the beginning, that word strategy, I'm sharing that we must mix our workouts up to build a lean, toned, strong body, right? And so that's why at CCF, my girls and I get along so well because they know and I know that we're building a symmetrical body as much as we can. Like it's very not common to look at a woman or a man and be like, wow, they're really dominant both quads and hamstrings, especially when you see someone kind of in the mid phase of their their fitness chapter or fitness journey. Um, most people are quad dominant and they're weaker on the backside, right? And so what our job is as a coach is to look at a, at a human, look at your client and and see where they're dominant at versus, you know, where their weaker side is at and build that so they become a symmetrical human where they become stronger. And it's not always these days, especially because people aren't just like crowding themselves in the gym um, every single second um, unless you're a bodybuilder. Um, but these days, we want to be strong for our outside game. We want to be strong for, you know, if we're going on a hike or if we're going on a run or a swim or just hanging out with our kids for a week um, at Yosemite, whatever it is, we need to be strong. And, the, and again, strong equals muscles and vice versa. So at CCF, uh, an example, um, everyone knows this, but Monday and, uh, Monday and Fridays are booty and shoulder days. Those are the the dedicated days for those muscles. Then on Tuesday and Thursday, I shift up the other muscles that we're so blessed with. Um, not that we're, we're not acting like they're not there and quads aren't very um, intriguing to us because they are, but our quads are more dominant. And these days, everyone wants the bigger booty, you know? And these days, everyone wants the cap shoulders and they want the tighter stomach. And so to get all this in in a lump sum, we're educating ourselves again. That's why um, Project U had a three-piece series for how to lose body fat. And then also this side of it so we can better understand that. And then, of course, we want a high-intensity interval training day. So including that style of training and that routine will maintain a lean frame and allow you to get the, per se, chiseled body that you're looking for. So a high-intensity interval training program is do the most amount of work and the least amount of time. So for example, if you're running for 30 seconds, you're taking 10 seconds of rest in between the sets of 10. The The duration is short, right? And the intensity is high, which targets the fast twitch muscle fibers that are so essential for, for building muscle. So I've actually, in the course of training for triathlon training, I used to use this term all the time, but look at a long distance runner's body versus a, a, a sprinter's body. A sprinter's body is very chiseled. It's it's ripped. It's muscular. And then you go to a long distance runner and you're, and you're lanky and lean, but the muscle is not very defined and we're not showcasing the muscle at that at, in that way, in, in a chiseled form rather. And so the endurance training, it looks like that. And then, and, and, that is targeting more the slow twitch fibers, which will not help build the muscle. So we really got to understand the reason why 
you're training a certain way. So for my clients, I'm so happy um, that we all get along so well and we're educating one another and they know that at, no matter what, they're getting four days. If I have a five-day week client, they're getting four days of strength training and they're getting their high-intensity interval training right there in the middle of the week. And also on the weekend, I'll send them a, a weekend warrior workout. The weekend warrior workout is not another butt and shoulder or chest and tricep workout, a strength workout. It's more of a high-intensity interval training workout. So maybe, maybe, maybe they're getting at least two times of those workouts um, in their week of seven days. So for instance, a quick a quick load rundown of what a high-intensity interval training could be is high knees to alternate straight leg lifts, burpees, squat jumps, jumping lunges, jump rope, battle rope, um, Russian twists. And you did all of those, right, for 60 seconds and you rested for 90, okay? And then you do that for a running time of 20 minutes, all right? So you're pushing yourself. And in your Project U journal right now, you're actually writing down, I'm pushing myself. I'm pushing myself to do more reps. I'm I'm pushing myself if I'm in a hit workout to do it faster. I'm pushing myself to do it with precision. I have a lot of clients that are slower. They're really, really fast humans. But they're, they need to, they need to because they know, to work at a, at a slower pace, so with more precision, okay? So if you keep doing the same exercises with, with the usual number of sets, you're not going to find the progress that you want with, with the muscle gain. So again, I'm, I'm using my clients as an example, but there's a lot of times where we'll do anywhere from 12 to 25 reps right? And that's the high volume training. And because of the volume, we're still tearing the muscle down, right? And we're using the eccentric to concentric motions. Um, We're allowing and we know that gravity is pulling us down to rip the muscle fibers more. Um, But then my, my clients, do you know, when they hear the number six to 10, they're lifting heavier. It's out of the gate. It's just, it's almost common sense in the gym now at CCF, you know? So the more that you practice, the more that your muscles will adapt to the weight. So unless you're not willing to increase the weight or add some level of difficulties, um, your muscles remain the same size. Okay. So um, we we also need to know um, in the same sense as this, that apart from working out, you must also be taking care of nutri- your nutrition and having a strategy there that you can follow and that you feel really, really, really good about. So segues us right now to, are you consuming enough protein? Okay, so lifting weights and also doing a HIIT workout will break down the muscle protein. Write that down in your Project U journal. Lifting weights and also doing HIIT will break down muscle protein. So you need protein to rebuild the muscles. My sources of protein are are fish. I love white fish. Um, cause I know it's lean meat. Uh, chicken breast is another lean meat. Uh, egg whites are another lean meat, uh, for some others that, um, are good for this and their stomach can handle it. The beans, the, the seeds, the lentils are, are great things. I also indulge in the nuts and the nut butters. I stay away from peanut butter. Um, please do your research on why peanut butter is not beneficial and not the healthiest for you. Uh, that's another podcast. But for 
for women that are coming into this sedentary, I'm just going to, I'm going to share with them. Um, you're required to consume 0.8 grams of protein per your body weight. Okay. So if you weigh 132 pounds, you're consuming anywhere from 105 and 112 grams of protein per day, right? Um, for 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 my guys, let's say I have a 160-pound man. He should consume about 160 grams of protein in his day. So there's a lot of bodybuilders builders out there that love their chicken breast. They love the cottage cheese. They love roast beef sandwiches, um, full eggs, milk, all of it. Um, but for, for my women, I'm being a little bit more cautious on, on what sources that our proteins do come from. Okay. Um, now running into the pre and the post workout meals, this is very crucial. And again, um, nothing that my clients haven't heard, but a pre and post workout meal will help you really pass through the workout, right? Without tapping into the muscle. It'll also allow you to start recovering faster and very respectively for your body. Your body is a machine. Your body knows that it needs protein. It knows that it needs uh, fast digesting carbs. It knows that you need to work the fast twitch muscle fibers versus the slow twitch. Your body was designed to be this experiment that you're about to put it through, but you have to trust it. You actually have to engage in it and you have to be disciplined and enough to do this. So when you know that you're doing a pre or post workout meal, you also know that lifting weights requires energy. And by consuming a, 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 a fast digesting carb that's rich in carbs and not in protein, you are going to provide your body to have more energy. And you're going to provide your body to tap into that versus your muscle for your workout. And that is clutch and it is crucial. If you don't have enough fuel in your body, which is food, your muscles will be tapped into. So again, this should make you mad. If you're working out in the gym every single day and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not getting the lean mass. And then you realize that you're 300 calories in a deficit. You're realizing also when you do your DEXA scan again, that your muscle mass went down. Yes, of course it went down because you were tapping into your muscle for fuel. Unfortunately, God did not make us in a way where he was like, nope, I'm going to, I'm going to have the, um, the fat tapped into before the muscle. He did, he just didn't make us that way. If we don't have energy on our, in our, in our system, we will tap into our muscle before our fat. So, um, we also consume a protein rich post-workout meal so that your muscles can recover and rebuild fast. So very often you'll hear me say, I want you to have a banana before your workout, anywhere from eh, 30 to 45 minutes before your workout. And then also please bring your protein shake, okay? Um, uh, a whey isolate, so we're dairy-free. Bring that protein shake with you to your workout. Fill it up with water right after and consume it from your workout to 20 minutes later, as long as your blood is pumping fast, you're going to help your muscles recover and rebuild faster. Now, the second or sorry, third note on, on what we're consuming, this healthy fat needs to be limited. 
Okay, so there's a reason when I share with my clients that we're going to go into a state of 40-40-20, which means we're going to eat 40% protein in our day, we're going to eat 40% carbs in our day, and 20% of healthy fats in our day. Healthy fats are found in the nuts, the nut butters, the seeds, the ghee, avocado, um, avocado oil, uh, coconut oil, all those oils out there. And vitamin E is an antioxidant that helps flush out the toxins, right? So vitamin E is found in avocado oil, for example. So these food sources also contain omega-3 fatty acids, which helps lower the inflammation in the body. So that's the reason why out of the gate, you're writing this down right now. Oh my gosh, I'm not eating fats just to eat fat. I'm eating the fats because you know, my oils such as avocado oil are rich in vitamin E, which vitamin E is an antioxidant uh, that helps flush out the this, this system. Okay, so your omega fatty acids, three, sixes, and nines, help lower inflammation of the body. Guess what? When you lift, you're inflaming the body. So by, by consuming the healthy fats, yes, in a limited amount, but you're still helping the inflammation go away, right? The healthy fats also help boost the recovery process when your body's resting. So that's very clutch and crucial why you would consume healthy fats. And then why you're consuming the good carbs versus the bad carbs um, in, in these amounts too is to provide the dietary fiber that you need to flush the system out. The vitamins that are inside of these of these complex carbs are great. The minerals are great. They're essential for our optimal health, and we're forgetting that the the grains and the wheats and the processed foods and all these things are not giving us the optimal health that we deserve. So these nutrients will will actually help us feel better rather than what the other side of carbs give us, which is help us feel weak. And they also help us fall into the region of getting sick easily. So our immune system is completely compromised when we're eating the bad carbs. And and, and I see it all the time. Uh, people are sick left and right. And if, if they knew that their food was their medicine, they would start eating better. Uh, it's the ones that I hear often. I rarely get sick and I know their habits. Well, the reason why you're not getting sick is because you're engaging and consuming in limited of amounts of the bad stuff, right? And of course, we're all human. We're going to fall short and we're going we're gonna to get there um, with, the bad, with the bad fats, the bad carbs, and the bad proteins. But um, all in all, we're consuming the the good stuff. Also, taking your supplements, um, especially for someone that is a very busy and highly active, it's really good that you provide the nutrition that you're missing out from on the whole food. So I have nurses and they do three protein shakes, like meal replacements in a day. And it's it's habitual. It's every single day. They're doing the spinach, the avocado, the protein sh- or the protein powder, and the almond milk. And it's really hard to to eat the colors of the rainbow and get the nutrients that you deserve, uh, you know, through your essential minerals and essential vitamins, because you're eating um, um, the colors of the rainbow. So when you're not and you're highly busy and you're also, you know active and you're not getting them, I do recommend that you're making sure that you're getting protein supplements that are great for gaining lean muscle mass 
and also talking to your coach on what that looks like because it does make a difference. Uh, people ask me all the time, how much alcohol can I have when I'm lifting uh, heavier weights so I can lean out and gain more muscle? And alcohol is metabolized as extra calories in your body. So too much of it in the system can lead to weight gain. And, and really, let's just be real. If you overindulge in fat, that can also be the reason why you're having the weight gain. If you're eating more complex carbs than the 120 grams that you're allotted in your day, that can lead to the weight gain. So you will not also have the energy, but you also may not have the stamina to get your workout done. If you want to build muscle, I would say stick to a glass of wine one or two days per week, and that allows you to not go overboard when when you're when you're finding yourself in the process of building lean muscle mass. Um, but going overboard will slow your progress down. Okay, so when we're talking about optimal health and and what we can do to to better engage in these things, um, we need to know that our lifestyle needs to change a little bit, and it's not just about how much you're lifting and is it is it heavy because it needs to be heavy. You need to be diving into the six to 12 rep sets, of course, but you also need to focus on your rest. Rest helps muscle recovery more than anyone truly understands. If you don't rest, you're probably ready up to bat to injure yourself. And you may not get back into the gym as quick as you want because you are now injured. So resting is crucial in between uh, days, right? And in, in your nights, right? And it's also crucial to rest in between exercises and giving yourself a, a little break. So when we finish a set, we rack our weights, we, we spray our weights down, um, we go grab a drink of water, and then we come back in. You know, uh, avoid lifting hard weights on the same body parts every single day is also another form of rest. So there's different variables here of what rest looks like, uh, but this does become part of our lifestyle. Another part of our lifestyle is waking up early. Waking up early will prompt us to get to bed early. So then all of a sudden we're going back to phase one, going to get enough rest. A lot of people do their personal inventory and I'm like, how many hours of rest do you get? They're like, ah, four to six. And it makes me sad because I know how important rest is. And I do go to bed early so I can wake up early, you know, but if you can start thinking maybe opposite, I want to wake up early. So I'm more prompt to go to bed early. That's all the, also a way to think about this. So you can have the, the good rest and, and also You'll have time in the morning by waking up to make yourself breakfast before you head out on your day. And you need to make sure that you're consuming a protein-rich dinner after you come back from the gym in the evening. Okay, so all of that should be written down in your Project U journal um, on just our lifestyle, okay? And then when we think about, you know, getting up in the morning and going to bed at night, I really do hope that you're getting at least seven hours of good rest. Your brain needs to function. So if your brain needs to function, your brain needs to rest. This is going to be another podcast coming up soon. You're going to love the doctor that I have coming up pretty soon for Project You that's going to talk exactly about this. And I'm engaging and I'm and I'm finding new habits on 
on how to treat my brain to get optimal health. So when when you're lacking in sleep, just know just know that you're lacking um, in your muscles to grow and in your muscles to recover from the wear and tear that you placed on it. Meditating is also a great way um, to get your body focused, to get your mind right, to to control and train your brain, right, of the the hunger pains that you're having, the anxiety that you might be feeling in a day, um, the discursive thinking that you might be going through, the emotions, all of these um, things that attempt to really control our life, we need to prevent from that. We need to be in full desire to manage the brain and to tone that brain and to build that that brain and make it strong, right? Through thinking, I'm going to be disciplined enough to be in prayer every single day to slow down. I'm going to be disciplined enough every day to meditate. Whatever it is that makes you stay focused, right? And to to push yourself to be a better person. These are also great ways to build muscle. And um, surrounding yourself with positive people. Of course, the inspiration is in our gym, right? It's at your gym. It's at within the community that you're at. So when we are at the gym, we're less likely to make like these serious, serious falls. We have awesome, inspirational, motivational, positive people around us that that love us for who we are and also our goals. So home base, I hope it's positive. Work, I hope it's positive. Gym, I know it's positive. Look for the people with great energy and and pray for them. Pray that you attract them in your life so that vibe is 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 shared with you. A daily dose of a positive vibe is is a great way to to find yourself inside of your goals and and whether you're intimidated or not, I get it. I get what intimidation looks like and feels like, and especially when it walks into a gym, and especially when you have goals to to build lean mass. You know, I get it. But at the end of the day, we need to know that the guide to building muscle is is so much more than just getting in the gym and and making sure that your nutrition's right, right? So thank you guys so much for sharing time with me today about a fascinating topic that can really be talked about on and on and on and on, which is leaning out and or putting lean muscle on your body. And at the same time that you're leaning out, I hope that you're losing the body fat. And I and I hope that you're in this general mindset that you know who you are. So if you're a male, you know that you produce far more testosterone than a female. So my females, I hope that you know that you don't produce the testosterone that a male does. Because since testosterone is is a great way to kickstart and to kick the muscle building up into high gear, um, we kind of we kind of think as women like, oh, we don't have it. It takes us so much more to gain to gain this muscle. And I'm just gonna shut it down before I even start. Like, I hope you know, women, I'm talking to you that not only is it possible, but it's one of the best things that you can do for yourself to to build that lean muscle mass. 
When we build the lean muscle mass, it increases our functional strength. It increases our metabolism and also the insulin sensitivity. It will help resist fat gain in the future. Can I please say that again? <laughs> girls, 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 share this with your friends. Leaning out, building more muscle mass on our body. Yes, will look so good. And yes, you will feel so good. But the reason why is because your your functional strength is going up. Your metabolic system is enhanced. And also your insulin sensitivity, okay? It'll help resist fat gain in the future. So all in all, when we're, we're talking about this, we're gaining weight in the form of muscle, which can be far better way to go about achieving the body that you desire. Um, because or other than just losing fat because you are gaining lean mass on your body that is so amazing for you to be the best body, um, to be the best mind, to be the best collaboration of two, right? So thank you guys again for sharing this time with me. And I hope that this little snippet of how to, to gain lean mass can be really, really effective. It can be very good for you. Um, but again, it's going to take a lot of time. It's going to be taking time to manage your micros and to manage your macros and to increase your calories and and do that carefully. You know, make sure that you have a coach on the other side that's increasing slowly and knows exactly where you are and um, won't go into this, you know, this system too fast. Find the right time to start this regimen and make sure that you can dedicate your strategy in practice every single day, you know, and I'm, I know that this is a possibility because I've been in practice of this for so long. I've, I failed so many times. I've failed with my clients so many times, but now as I get older and I'm really understanding that every single person is their own canvas, you're your own canvas. You're not mine. I'm not yours. And we can, of course, inspire and aspire to to become something that we're attracted to, right? But your genetics, your metabolic system, your habits, your everything is the makeup to you building the muscle mass. So again, check in with your coach this week if this is a topic that interests you and make sure that you're being coached in, and, um, and worked in a, a very great, solid way. And for those that are interested in meal planning sessions and or uh, a session to go furthermore after you have gotten your DEXA scan, please get a hold of me. I would love to chat with you about how to do that and what your numbers mean in, in, in order for you to gain the lean mass that you deserve and also lose the body fat that you also deserve. And when those two collide, I promise you it's one of the coolest feelings it really is success and you'll remember it forever. So have a great week, you guys. I'm really excited to come back in, in, the, in the upcoming weeks with some awesome topics that uh, we kind of tapped into on this episode, hence to why we did. I will talk to you soon. Have a great day. Share, 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 project you with anyone and everyone that you know, especially if the topic is, is, is or could be relatable or educational to someone else. We can always help. I don't know how many times my girlfriends have said this podcast, this book. And I, when I do, I am so grateful. So for whatever your heart's uh, tapping on you right now, 
allow that tap to actually be in action. All right, you guys, talk to you soon. My obedience determines my outcome. My discipline determines my destiny. My faith determines my focus.